Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Untethering Shame podcast. Has anyone else found themselves rethinking holiday celebrations since having a kid? Do we want to celebrate X? What does this holiday actually mean to us? How are we going to explain this to our kids? And am I okay with why this holiday exists or the roots and values tied to it? All right, real talk, having kids has been the biggest invitation for reflection and curiosity I've ever seen. When the answer to every question feels that much more important and you feel stuck with a why from your three-year-old without really knowing why, it's worth taking notice. And interestingly, most American holidays have been a representation of those moments for me. So let's start this conversation first with the holiday on the horizon, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is often associated with warmth, family gatherings, and expressions of gratitude. However, it's impossible to ignore the historical context in which this holiday originated and the oppressive actions that led to its celebration. For many, the weight of celebrating a holiday, overwhelmed and plagued by colonialism, oppression, and the decimation of indigenous cultures, can evoke a sense of shame and discomfort. Is there a way to navigate this complex terrain while still finding meaningful ways to gather and express gratitude? How do you explain why people celebrate it? Sure, I mean, we can talk about gratitude, but why on this day are we doing it? Can you be against the roots of colonialism and genocide of the Native American people and still have Thanksgiving dinner? How do you talk to a three and a half year old about the atrocities associated with this holiday? Can you talk about mass violence and oppression with kids that young? Am I uncomfortable? Because I'm privileged? Should we even be celebrating a holiday if it takes this much energy to think about it? Now, in reality, this is a holiday that Everly is going to grow up making paper turkeys and crafts at school to celebrate. She'll get days off school or paid time off work. She exists in a world that's quick to point out the mistakes and imperfections of others, but took decades to stop calling the Washington football team the Redskins. A system that pushes oppression forward rather than tears it down and protects the stories that benefit people in a position to benefit from exclusion and power scarcity. Of course, there was a part of me that wanted to just ignore the whole side of the day and lean into that story. Gosh, it's just time together with our family. So what's the big deal? Or it's really just a time to be grateful and reflect on what we have. But that felt like an execution of privilege and a way of burying my head in the sand. Again, how can we talk about gratitude without also recognizing privilege? Avoiding the topic doesn't change the story. It just makes me part of the problem. It does nothing to give her greater insight into the fact that land that she lives on was stolen from people that lived here before us, from indigenous tribes and Native American people who were here well before Europeans. So what do we do? Celebrate it? Boycott it? Is there a way to participate in it while also creating a more inclusive picture that doesn't cherry pick our history? Can we be both grateful and remorseful? Can we be both joyful and sad? Is there a way forward while still holding space for the past? Now for us and our family, we're choosing a four-tiered approach 
that we need to commit to and invest in for many years to come and that I'm excited to keep unfolding and learning more about and deepening as Everly gets older and we continue to untether ourselves from our privilege and biases. First and foremost, it's essential to acknowledge the historical atrocities associated with the Thanksgiving holiday, the colonization of native lands, the loss of lives and culture, and the perpetuation of harmful stereotypes are painful truths that can't be overlooked. By recognizing this history, we can engage in a more honest dialogue about the past and its impact on our present. Second, we need to educate ourselves not only about our history, but about what's going on now that continues to oppress Native American people and attempt to erase their culture. To start this conversation with Everly, we bought several books, Fry Bread, We Are Water Protectors, and Ojali Heliga, which I'll be sure to include a link to in the show notes. These are by no means the end-all be-all with books or about a conversation, but they are tools that are allowing us to open a door to start talking about Indigenous people, their history, culture, beliefs, and experiences. Jordan and I are reading more about medical and mental health states and supports for Native American people to know the role we can play in our professions to support individuals. We're also attending local events hosted by different Native American tribes and have been learning a lot more about the land in Oregon, from whom it was taken, ways to honor it, and the people who truly own this land. From there, we're working to integrate history into our daily norms. While the historical roots of Thanksgiving can't be erased, we can reshape the way we approach this holiday. Instead of celebrating the colonial narrative, we can focus on acknowledging the contributions and resilience of Indigenous cultures. We've centered our celebration around gratitude for the land, nature, and the relationships in our life. In this, we're also creating new traditions that reflect our values and align with a more inclusive perspective. We've committed to trying Indigenous recipes and have also started to source as much of our food as we can from our own gardens and other local farms. And finally, we're working to cultivate honest and reflective conversations within our family and with others. Rather than just going with the flow or turning away, we're committed to asking why. We're willing to hold space to say, I don't know, when it comes not only to Thanksgiving, but other holidays and choices that we're making as well. We're allowing space to be uncomfortable and to invite others to be in that space with us. At the end of the day, there's no easy answer and definitely not a right one, just the one that feels most right to you as you are now. Allow the answer to evolve. Allow the process to unfold. With every choice we make, holiday we celebrate, just allow that inner toddler to come along with you and ask yourself, why? 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 You'll get there. So will I. This year, this is what feels good for me. Next year, that process might change. And so again, come back to that place that we are all growing and evolving. That is the process of shame resilience. And for now, let's just continue to be in it together. And I'll see you back here next Sunday. Mm-hmm.